What's up, my peoples? If you're late to the party, we're featured on Podcast Republic. Podcast Republic can be used on your Android device through the Google Play Store and downloaded from there. They have all types of podcasts through their app and makes it easy to listen to on your Android or through your desktop. We're glad you want to chill with us. So don't miss out on our feature by making sure you check out Podcast Republic today. So what's in your cup? Speed don't rainbow read me. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to the main event. I called the head of pay. You say your eyes hurt? Mm-hmm. That's why I just closed my eyes. Oh yeah, I know that feeling. That's that tension, headache. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for it to go away. Elemental peak. On that back. Right. That's what happened with that attack? Yeah, I'm calling myself gonna be hardcore and hit the bench, press, and uh, I think I did my max. <sighs> What's your max? Um, so it was 140 plus the bar. Okay. I think. Uh yeah, two forty fives and then two tens. Oh. And then the bar is forty five. Okay. So that's ninety. It's a hundred and hundred and five. That's a hundred and uh, damn. Yeah, I'm I'm really messed up. This is a hundred and ten plus the bar. Which is forty five. Okay. So that's one fifty five. Yeah. Which is good. That ain't bad, shit. Nah, How many times you threw it up? Three. Three times. Yeah, I told you bitches want to pull up on me on a deluxe apartment in the sky. <laughs> and get this work and get your ass whooped. You going to get this work? Oh, yeah. I was going to put the bag down and whoop her ass right on camera. I was going to be on the shade room. Oh, uh, nah. Whooping her ass. Like, your homegirl would be like, bitch, she would have did the Lori Harvey. Took her bags and walked the other way. Her and her dude, I would have whooped her ass. You going to get this work. I'm going to get this work. Because it's bag in my way. <clears throat> I got shit to do. Yes, sir. You got to take shit off like your earrings, your bag. Um, unless you're just in the moment. Real G's don't got to take shit off, though. They just hop on your ass. She said it. But. Oh, you said it. Yeah. With that being said, welcome to another Snipper Soul. Snipper Soul. What in the fuck is you talking? Whoop your ass or something. Of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I am your co-host, Gemini. And I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Y'all can hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com or Instagram at unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. And Trilly, where can they find you? Cleveland underscore Trillberg. It's in the show notes. It is. It definitely is. So today, our topic is going to be gentrification impacts our advice on what's going on from the biggest of cities to the smaller cities and um our experience in living with the post or pre-gentrification uh in neighborhoods and, and how we feel about it being post-gentrification yeah this shit crazy so where i'm from in ohio they're just now starting to do the gentrification so Maybe about, 
I don't know, maybe six months or nine months ago or something, I decided to pull up on the downtown. Looks totally different. I got lost. They had one ways. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Ain't even shit popping down here. There's tons of uh, white people. What never know white people over there. And they got all kind of like mango bar. Like all kind of like, you know, them type of places. And I just, you know, find it crazy that the city you once knew is not going to be like that. Yeah, it's like weird, man. Because it's like, especially throughout the city, like I remember what where a lot of different things were. I remember prices for certain things. You know, what you can do. You felt welcome. Now it's like you go to certain parts where, you know, I don't want to get into specific far as race and things like that. But let's just say... uh fair complexion people are more comfortable in certain areas now due to these changes right mm-hmm. and then these are places where you frequented as a kid or, you know you and your family and your friends and now you feel like a damn stranger in the area that you used to occupy all the time and you saw more people like you now it's like diverse that's the that's the buzzword it's diverse now but the prices is saying, hey, some of the prices in certain areas, they're like, uh, we don't want you here. It's, I'm hearing now, it's certain places where they damn near ready to put, give you like food poisoning to keep your ass out of there, what? keep your kind out of there. Yeah, I've been hearing some shit lately, especially uh, in the certain downtown uh, club. Oh. Yeah, they just don't want us there. You know, mysteriously, we get sick. But my thing is, how the hell is it still open if this is going on? And this has been, like, ongoing conversation for a while now. No, gentrification, a motherfucker. Gentrification will have people doing crooked shit to keep certain elements out of places in order to keep the value where they want it to be. So it's just interesting, man. Or I've watched places that we know for a fact somebody can come and fix and do some things and whatever and they will let that shit remain dilapidated as long as they can so they can get bought up for a very very low price and then they can quote unquote you know revitalize revitalize it that's another buzzword revitalization an empowerment zone all that mean is we about to put a bunch of expensive shit here and drive out the element that was once here before occupying it. That's all it mean. And then they don't even keep the historical elements to stuff, which is crazy. No, they yeah, they getting rid of everything. So my question to, to you, Trill, is that you, you got family in Chicago, and this is actually another place that has a lot of gentrification, um, you know, especially like... Uh, going from downtown outward now. Right. So, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, has has your family spoke about that? Do they feel the crunch? Do they feel like it's, like, stuff being priced out in Chicago in that area? Well, one thing I will say is that they're kind of upper middle class, my family out there. So, it's like, it's a situation where it's like, Damn, girl, we got to drive way wherever to get a decent uh, Jamaican 
a meal. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to drive way out to get a decent whatever that they once was able to, like, go in the hood and do. You know what I mean? The hood is not necessarily the hood no more in Chicago. You know what I mean? Like, me, myself, when I go to Chicago, I want to see all of the, all of the nice shit. I don't necessarily, don't take me to the wild hunts. I don't want to be on normal. I don't want to be where Chief Keith and them kick it at. You know what I mean? But I, I do want to see elements of our people doing well. So I'm all for that. And they were like, yeah, this area used to be this. It'd be a lot of conversations like that. And I like, yeah, this area used to be this. And it used to be nothing but us kicking it over here. Well-to-do black men and women and Latino, whatever the case may be. Now it's just straight white, upper-class folks occupying certain areas. You know what I mean? Because Chicago has always been a big metropolitan area. You know, that's always been the thing. But... Thanks to all of these shootings and murders, it's made a lot of shit cheaper up there. Definitely. It's made a lot of shit cheaper. And it makes you wonder, because it's like, damn, that's Obama's stumping ground. Like, it's certain things I feel like they would hold on to for historical factor. And Chicago is just one big-ass historical landmark anyway. You know what I mean? Like, no matter how you look at it. But shit getting bought up left and right. That map has probably been changed about four or five times since I've looked at it. And like, oh no, that ain't that's not there no more. Or you gotta go over there now to do this. And then they make it shit wild expensive so certain folks can't stay there. You know. Gentrification is a motherfucker. I'm also watching people that's older. Like imagine being eighty years old. And everybody around you probably, and you were in a neighborhood where everybody around you owned homes, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like no, as they would call it, nigga shit. It was home ownership, and it was a lot of black folks, well-to-do, hard-working black people. Because they, they were being redlined anyway. Yeah, they all were being redlined, so they all ended up in a certain right. area. And what they did was they took that area and they made that bitch nice. Because they like, fuck it. We own it. It's ours. We ain't going to let the city determine what this should be. We're going to make it what it should be. So they did their community gardens. You know, they did their, they made sure their houses were painted. They did a lot of work into these houses. When those people got older, a lot of them started dying off. A lot of them houses that probably had a lot of historical value to it because people took care of their shit. Started becoming dilapidated or it got passed down to a generation who didn't keep up the payment on the taxes. Things like that. Let the bank take it over. Next thing you know, it's a fucking Starbucks on the corner, which was once a a well-to-do drug store that was owned by somebody. And then once they put that Starbucks there, here come the Dunkin' Donuts. Here come the, uh, shit. Brugger's Bagel. It come with all this shit that we don't eat and McDonald's get pushed further out. Not saying we supposed to be eating McDonald's, but you already know if you see a McDonald's, you near the hood. If you see a rallies, you near the hood. If you see a subway, you near the hood. Huh? Yeah, if you see the rallies, you smack dab in the middle of that bitch. You know what I'm saying? And if you see a Burger King, just duck. Fuck it. <laughs> 
But bottom line is, they start putting a lot of shit. You see yogurt shops and all this kind of shit. All of a sudden, it's a yoga uh, studio. Like, all that kind of shit. Shit that we don't really do. And it, it is basically all our flags of letting you know that we're looking for a certain type of a millennial. And that's really all it is. Like somebody going down some pier, 105 with a cardigan wrapped around their neck with a damn toy dog. Right, you ain't gonna see that, <laughs> but you will. You will see that in probably like another 15 years from now. Yep. You will see that. Saint Clair ain't gonna be Saint Clair no more. It's gonna be Saint Clair. You know, it's gonna be different. Brad and all is gonna move up. <laughs> well, that's what the older people already have seen. Part one, when they go downtown in the stores that used to be there, ain't they apartments? That's a step one where they don't even know where to go because it used to be a Macy's and now it's not there. Yeah, it'd be sad. Think about all of the all of the older folks throughout uh, throughout the United States. They probably got uh, damn, what's the shit when they lose their memory real bad? Alzheimer's. Yeah, think about all the Alzheimer's people. Or dementia. That, or dementia that wander off, right? Like, that's kind of like, uh, I'm thinking about that. It was an episode of Sopranos with the uncle. The uncle wandered off, right? And he was out walking around and he like, he, he walked up into a place and he was like, this was such and such. This is such and such. They like, no, sir, this, this probably wasn't that for the last 30 years. What the fuck are you talking about? Like you argue with him, he's mad, and I'm pretty. Sh- that's and that's how I feel in, in certain instances. Cause I'd be like, damn, it's certain things you want your kids to see, so you can tell them like, shit, we used to be over here having a ball. This is where the bank was. This is where this was. Hell, where my church once was, fucking wall. Not gonna say Walmart, but it's a Rite Aid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my church gone. Like every any evidence of where I used to be at and kick it is like it's starting to disappear. So gentrification is like scary for real because it's like it's like erosion right in front of you. Yeah, like like what was the outcast song? Dre said, "Fat titties turn to tear drops as fat ass turns to flab. Sores there was open wounds eventually turn to scabs. Like that's how the hood looking to me." Autumn caught them. See, autumn trees must fall down growing old. I'm like, ugh. Like, I just think about that, that, what he was saying on that. That shit's so real. Like, you know, shit get old and, and then it's gone because it's no longer profitable. Mm-hmm. And it and it's, it's a bad omen to what they trying to put together. We trying to put homes over here that's 300K or better. So they stick them big ass signs up and say, new development. Meanwhile, the crackheads that done got off crack and they finally seeing the world differently, like, wait a minute. This ain't where they used to be. Hell, Eastside Market ain't even fucking Eastside Market. That shit is Dave's with a with blackface. <laughs> That's what it is. Come on, yeah, this is black owned. Meanwhile, there's like 17 white motherfuckers that own it. They done put five black people that have some ownership in front saying it's black owned. That's the way to not saying that we're not gentrifying the situation. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. 
And then I walk in there like, shit, I want some sponsorship. I want y'all to do this, this, and this. It's black owned, right? Uh, well, no, nah, I don't want to hear that well shit. <laughs> no, nah, I don't want to hear that. And I'm hearing that's closing too. Yeah, because it it's not doing well. Yeah. Because nobody, like, what else is over there? And it's not exactly the West Side market. I'm curious to see what they're going to do about the schools. You know, with you packing in all these people, that you still got the public school system. You're going to just, you know, take your kids out? Like, you're going to bust them? Like, I'm trying to, I'm curious to know what they're going to do with the, with the school system. You know what? It's kind of funny because I came up with my own little signature, whatever. They got gentrification. And I got, uh, I, I call it magnifying. When you do magnifying, is when you looked at as a nigga, but you get a certain amount of money, so you move into their neighborhoods. <laughs> so if y'all, if y'all gonna move into ours, we're gonna move into yours. In fact, I'm gonna move into the well-to-do part of yours. So you can be like, what? How the fuck he get there? And I got more cars than y'all. <laughs> I need a bigger garage, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but it's... I'm joking, but this shit real. It's a lot of people that's losing shit that they once valued. And a lot of it's because we're not buying the hood. We don't own nothing in the hood. We rent everything. We spend money with people that just come there just to mooch off us and get rich off us. I remember... It, it, it was an Arab family that was in my neighborhood so long that I watched four generations of people run the same fucking store. And you go into the store, I grew, not mind you, these people know my mother, they know my whole family, they ask me about them, you know, damn, I found out about your mom passing away, like all of that, like, it's crazy. But then I look at the pictures and I look at the same kids that were little kids running around the store are now back in Dubai driving fucking Lamborghinis and shit. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking at pictures. They got pictures posted all over the place. And I'm looking like, damn, that's little, that's little Abraham? Hell no. He, he like, yeah, he, he owns 17 stores now. He owns this one here. You remember him? Yeah, he owns five gas stations. And they taking that money right back home. Yeah. They've been doing this shit for years. And I'm like, when he coming back? Oh, he got two more years and then he'll be back. Why do we have two more years? Because if they stay here for 10 years, they stay here tax-free. Mm. So they hit the 10-year mark, they go right back to where they came from. They send their brother over here. Or they send their son over here. And then mm -hmm. the son, you know, he do his thing mm -hmm. for 10 years. And then he go back. You know what I mean? And the cycle continues. And then, like, even where I'm living at now, like, where I live at now, where my home is, it's me, it's older white folks, and it's a gang of Arabs. Stay out where I live right now. So, it's, it's, and they getting a lot of money. You know what I mean? So, it's, but, it's, it's interesting because it's like, you can't sit there and look at us all funny like, you know, whatever. 
like damn what they doing out here shit we all out here now <laughs> right so uh i want you to unpack that a little bit when you talk about you know the, the families that essentially drain the hood because when you think about it like when when i was growing up there you know it was uh stores right you got toilet paper that costs three times as much and it's a it's about vicinity right so if i don't got no car then i gotta go to that corner store right mm-hmm. yeah like yeah uh some of these corner stores also got the corner boys yeah talking about that too so so tell me about that and right. how that plays into so I'm, the gonna break, I'm gonna break piece. it down it was just i could name this store name but i'm not but basically at this particular store back in the day let's just say a roll of tissue was 75 cents, right? They were selling it for a dollar. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you had the thousand, what is it called? I forget, I forget what it's called. It's called thousands or something. The tissue. Uh-huh. The tissue, because that's all we used to buy was tissue. So you'll go spend your, you, you go, they were selling it for a dollar before it was popular to sell it for a dollar. And then when they start selling it for a dollar, they start selling this shit for a dollar fifty. Right. So a dollar fifty a roll now. So it's just like that. They selling it per roll. Per roll. And they go to Costco, buy the <laughs> buy the yeah. buy the forty pack. Right. And come back in onesie twosie. You meanwhile. Matter of fact, that's exactly what the fuck they was doing. That's but not it. only that too. Then you got that. You got loose cigarettes. Yep. You got a situation where you could take food stamps and you could buy liquor. You can buy all types of shit with it. So they was running all kind of shit, getting all kinds of money. And then of course, you know, people start cracking down. But shit, what you gonna do? You arrest him. He posts bail. You you deport him. He leaves. He sent his brother over here. Keep the keep the tradition moving. Yeah. And then what they did was they went. They bought. They kept buying stores, so they end up probably like about 14 stores. But where so, were they all at? Huh? Where were they all at? All in the hood. And they also, like, and you could, like, I'm looking at it. Then there was a black store owner, too. And he had been there forever and a day. But the problem with him is he was bougie towards the drug, the dope boys. Dope boys didn't feel welcome because they couldn't stand in front of his store. Right. Which, I mean, naturally, no, you, you respect him, you're not going to do that. But if you're not standing in front of him, you're not spending money with him. Right. So, you had people that was like, I'm going over there. I'm going to go shop with them because them are people. And then things like, shit, but they let us stand up here all day. They don't bother us. We can hang up here. We buy all the juice we want, all the pops, all the chips. We, hit, we can hit our notes, go in there. They giving us change. Yeah, so it was, it's fucked up perks, but the hood suffered. Right. So, yeah. My, I'm talking about, I'm looking at kids, and I'm older than right now. They got like five gas stations. Mm-hmm. Cause they father taught them the value of a dollar. And guess what? Them gas stations is ran just like that corner store. In fact, they got all the same shit that that corner store has. They just got gas too. Right. Like shit crazy. Mm-hmm. But that's gentrification. All right. All right. Well, you know, I know that uh, 
you know, Gemini ain't feeling too well, so that's why I'm stepping in a little bit. And so, you know, I just want to make sure that that we had unpacked that a little bit before. Yeah. You, you got to dig into that a little deeper, yeah. too. It is because, I mean, it, it, it's the same thing with, uh, you know, other franchises that, that happen where uh, you get to take advantage of basically free or very low labor. And that's how you get to keep your markup, right? Because McDonald's. Same thing. Burger King. Same thing. Shit, rallies. Subway. Yeah. I mean, you know, but you get those are larger franchises. I'm, you know, privately owned, and you might have some issues. But the franchise piece, probably not because not now they got federal wages that people are are doing, or people are less likely to. You know, hit up a a McDonald's for for work because it was stigma attached to it. You know, like, yeah. oh, look at you, Charlie. Look like you going to work. You know, doing that. <laughs> and you know, and, and Calvin. Yeah, Calvin. Calvin. Look at that. He got him a job. Hey, Calvin. Look like you going to work. <laughs> Guess who got promotion? Calvin. Good <laughs> <laughs> nigga. You smell like French fries. Yep. <laughs> I mean, my my dad grew up with them jobs. He worked at Chee Chee's, then he went to McDonald's. He was basically uh, Eddie Murphy, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Started with the mop and all that, and he ended up running these stores. But you know, that, but that goes to what you was talking about a little bit before about ownership and owning your own. And you know that that is actually the game that's being taught right in front of our faces when we live in these areas that are being gentrified right is that you spending your you you constantly are being vacuumed for your dollars right so you know you renting in a house that you rented for 30 years you could have been paid off that note in fact you did yes yeah you paid off that note you paid off that note and and more so. He been paying tax. He just been paying the taxes on that house for about fifteen years. And you complaining about your heat, your water, but won't move. The stuff he's supposed to have one day. Won't move because he allow you to be late sometimes. Uh huh. That's our mindset. I mean, you better stop. David's good black folk, or Jerry's good white folk. I was late in June. 1987 and he totally totally ignored it of course he did he charged the fuck out of your ass on them late fees and you paid that shit right and that house was paid off by 91 and and you've been in that bitch since 74 (laughs) ever since your your ass move out you come back don't even recognize the house because he done redid it so he got to charge more motherfucking rent right or after you know after that you know he done bust that big giant house in half and now I done turned into a duplex. Right. <laughs> now he getting two rents. He done, he done added two small rooms in that bitch. And the house that used to be one big ass house is now. And a basement. I mean, and, a, and he ran out the attic. Yep. Because he built a staircase to that and he closed it off. So you can't get in that bitch. Right. So, I mean, those are things that people are maximizing their profits in these areas. And you wouldn't get away with that in other areas. Why? Because they got zoning laws. They wouldn't allow you to defame, you know, their area like that. You can't make multiple occupancies in this particular one house. Not here. 
Not here. You need you need a a, a, a person a permit. You need someone to come in and inspect. Right. Right. You need approval. Yeah, and I ain't approving that. Why? Because that that ain't what we do here. Right. You can do that over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do whatever you want over there. So, and then I'm just gonna bring it back to what you, what we're talking about with the stores and the gas stations. Those are the same things. Same with that high ass watery gas down in these areas. Why? Because people don't inspect. So I'm going to cut some corners. I can make my profit. I can maximize that. All right. Gemini, looks like you are a little back. And I'm going to give you your space. Right? Yeah, I mean, I feel like y'all wrapped this up pretty nicely. Yeah. You know, there ain't really much else I can hop in. Y'all have been speaking facts. So anything else y'all would like to add? Oh, no, we silent. All right. Well, with that being said, this has been another Snipper Soul. Snipper Soul. Protect your neck, motherfucker. A soul. <laughs> of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I'm your co-host, Gemini. I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure y'all hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com or Instagram at unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. And Trilly, where can they find you? Cleveland underscore Trillburn. Show notes. Click them. Okay. Ace. Bye. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with.